Hey everyone! Before we begin, we want to give a huge shout out to everyone who donated during our fundraiser. Thanks to your contribution, we're now able to continue our show through to episode 7. And if you'd like to see our show go even further, head over to our Patreon account, where for as much as one cup of coffee a month, you can allow us the sustainability we need to keep bringing you the best of both Broadway and women's history. Become a sustaining member today at patreon.com slash whatwillshedonextpodcast. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com. Thanks. Hello, and welcome to another episode of What Will She Do Next? I'm your host, Gabrielle Mirabella. And together with composer Ernie Bird, Hello. we've created a musical podcast that celebrates some of our favorite historical women. On today's episode, we follow a woman who used the strength of her talents to overcome a series of difficult disappointments. This episode was written and narrated by myself, with music and production by Ernie Bird. Hello. Today's very special guest star is actor, comedian, and writer Matt Lucas. Hello, that's me. And playing today's leading role, we have... Kara Lindsay. Enjoy. Enjoy. Are you feeling... stuck? Does the challenge presented before you seem... pretty unsolvable? Or perhaps, like many of us right now, you feel confined, with no place to go, no room to grow. Well, don't worry. You're not alone. Join us as we investigate seemingly impossible situations from the lives of history's most famous women and ask ourselves, what will she do next? What will she do next? What will she do next? Her name is true, but will she see it through? Oh, what will she do next? Today's historical woman, Nellie Bly, American journalist, business owner, and inventor. Now, before she gets too stuck, let's see where she's coming from. Nellie Bly was born Elizabeth Jane Cochran on May 5, 1864, in the Pennsylvania town of Cochran's Mills. As a young child, Nellie enjoyed a peaceful life on her family's farm and earned the nickname Pinky for her love of all things pink. Nellie was never the star student, but she did have a passion for storytelling and creative writing. Nellie, dear, are you still up writing? Of course I am, Mother. This magical kingdom won't save itself. Just as Nellie's peaceful life was beginning, tragedy struck. After her father, Michael, passed away, leaving Nellie's mother, Mary Jane, and 14 siblings without money or property. With no source of income for the large family, Nellie put her dreams of writing on hold to become a teacher and soon entered the Indiana Normal School to begin her studies. But after just one year at school, disappointment struck again. Nellie had run out of tuition money and was forced to return home. That's so frustrating. 
Nellie exclaimed. I need to finish school to make money, but without money, I can't finish school. Everything feels so impossible right now. It may feel impossible, Pinky, her mother responded. But before you give up, lay out the facts. Sometimes the solution is right under our nose. Lay out the facts. The facts are my family needs me, so I need a job to get this done. But the facts are without education, my employment situation's looking slim to none. So what do I do now? Should I sit and wait till the time is right? I would fight if only I knew how. And with no fancy degree, Without name or pedigree The only thing that's left to do is Write That's it Perhaps I can use my writing skills to make money But how do I start? You can start by writing to the newspaper Their reporter, Mr. Wilson, seems to think that Any woman found working outside her sphere in the place of a man is a monstrosity Where's my pen? Dear sir, Can they that have plenty for once recognize What women are struggling to do? Young men may rise quickly, their future secured Why not girls too? to the Pittsburgh Dispatch was so effective that not only was it printed, Nellie earned herself a paid writing position at that very same newspaper. Why, never! And she didn't stop there. Nellie knew she could make journalism her full-time career, so with her mother's blessing, she traveled from Pittsburgh all the way to New York City and immediately began searching for a paid writing position. The facts are your paper needs me, so go right ahead and hire me. Fine! The facts are there's nobody like me. Just let me in and you will see. Why won't they hire me? What do I do now? Should I slow it down and just hold tight? chance without one passing glance. The only thing that's left to do is write. It's no use, Nellie. If we can't make it past the door, how will women writers make it on the page? I have an idea. Dear editors, can they that have power for compromise and put our perspective in view we've proven our talents time and again give us our due don't we all deserve the same 
blah, is it? Nellie's article on the treatment of women journalists was so popular that even Joseph Pulitzer, publisher of the New York World, was eager to meet. Uh, yeah, yes, Mr. Pulitzer. There have been reports of mistreatment at the women's asylum on Blackwell's Island. I need a reporter to go in undercover and find out the truth. It will be extremely dangerous, but if you do this, you're on my paper. What do you say? Dangerous? Even when it all feels hopeless Even when the doubt outweighs the good Even if I want to walk away Now and then There's a massive world to explore And a feeling that tells me to go find more Whatever the risk these women are worth fighting for Welcome to the New York world, Ms. Bly. They can try to hide their secrets I will push and I will pursue No matter how high the wall There is always another way through Another way through Another way through With the use of her writing talents, Nellie had gone from poverty to the front pages of New York's greatest paper all within a few short years. And her undercover work at the Women's Asylum led to widespread healthcare reforms all across the city. But she wasn't done yet. In order to secure her career and continue supporting her family, Nellie needed an even bigger story, one that would take her from local celebrity to global phenomenon. I'm going around the world, Nellie declared, Bursting into the offices of John Cockrell, editor-in-chief. You're what now? Look! Nellie brandished a copy of Jules Verne's novel Around the World in 80 Days. I'm going around the world like the character in this book. Isn't it grand? Yeah, sure. It's a good idea, Nellie. The editor began. But it's not your story. Oh, come on now. Of course it is. For you see... The facts are the story needs... I said no, Nellie. It's impossible for you to do it. Impossible? But I... No one but a man can write it. End of story. Uh-huh. Until this point, Nellie's skill as a writer had seen her through many impossible situations... But standing in her editor's office, having had her travel request denied, Nellie knew this time was different. Why a man? She insisted. What does a man possess that I do not? The facts are this. The assignment calls for speed. And with all your womanly luggage, you'll never beat the deadline. But I need no more than a few... The facts are you will have no guardian. And a woman cannot travel alone. It's too dangerous. But I have much experience in the ways of... I've already given the story to Henry Jarrett. I'm sorry, Nellie, but you can't write your way out of this one. But I... Nellie stood frozen. For the first time in years, she couldn't find her solution. It's right under my nose. I know it. Come on, Nellie, think. What will you do? Great question, Nellie. What will you do? But before we find out, let's first take a look at her options. 
Will Nelly choose option one? I guess he's right. It seems I have no choice but to find another story. Or will she choose option two? If I'm not technically allowed on this trip, perhaps I'll hide myself in a suitcase. Or will she choose option three? Why do I need his permission? If I have to quit the paper to write this story, I will. Now that we can clearly see Nellie's options, which one do you think she'll choose? Take a moment to think it over. All right, got your answer? Now let's find out which option Nellie will choose. Start your man, Cockerel, and I'll start the same day for some other newspaper. And beat him! I know what to do now. No more should or could when I know I'm right, I will fight. I finally know how. I need no chaperone, no direction but my own. The only thing for me to do you're right, Nellie, we can't lose you. The assignment is yours. If I keep on moving forward, the impossible will come true. I'm ready to see it all, for there is always another way through, another way was faced with a seemingly impossible situation. But instead of folding in the face of disappointment, she used the strength of her talents to find a way forward, allowing her to become one of America's greatest journalists. So, the next time you find yourself feeling stuck, I wonder, what will you do next? At the end of every episode, we are featuring a very special guest star, you. Today, we have Reese from Pittsburgh. Hi, Hi Reese. Tell us all about your favorite historical woman. Katherine Johnson was born on August 26, 1918 in West Virginia. Katherine's nickname was Computer. She was a math genius. Catherine started high school at 10 years old. She started college at 15 and graduated college at 18. Catherine is most remembered for being one of the first not only woman but African-American woman to send NASA around the Earth and land on the moon. At that time, it was really hard for women and African-Americans to get, go to college and get a really good job but she never gave up. That is truly inspiring. 